From Chartmetric, this is Jason with a new episode of How Music Charts, the podcast where we explore the dance between interpreting data and making creative decisions in the music business every day. Today, we're all about the second most visited website in the world, YouTube, and how its music content consumption changed in six different countries around the world during COVID-19. This is the second of a three-part coronavirus series, and we hope the power of data and market-level analysis can add some clarity to the industry's ongoing conversation. So without further ado, let's dive in. As always, feel free to follow along with the original article at blog.chartmetric.com. COVID-19's effect on the global music business, part two, geography. All data is collected, organized, and analyzed by Chartmetric. Data science is by Nutia Sikau. Analysis is by Rutger, Ansley, Rosenborg, and Jason Hoven. Key takeaways. South Korea. Top 100 artists' YouTube consumption tended to have an inverse relationship with both coronavirus cases and web interest, indicating Koreans traded music for information as infections peaked. However, as a result of effective testing and tracing, the country rebounded quickly to normalcy on all fronts. Italy. Daily video views for the top 100 Italian artists dropped as infections increased, but quickly rebounded with quarantine, generally following the infection curve from there. United States. The U.S. top 100 YouTube artists surged during lockdown, but as daily infections continued to rise, that demand failed to keep pace, perhaps because consumers turned to other non-music content or other sources of entertainment as a reality of sheltering in place indefinitely started to set in. South Africa. Web and YouTube-based interest in coronavirus correlated with a late-March spike for both daily infections and also daily top 100 artists' YouTube views. Unlike other countries, for South Africa, music and information seemed to go hand-in-hand on YouTube during COVID-19. Brazil. Once the celebratory period of Carnival died down for Brazil, the coronavirus crisis started to become real for the country, and top 100 artists' YouTube consumption started increasing, followed by a slow decline for the next month, a decline, unfortunately, that's not mirrored by daily infections, which numbered close to 6,000 by the end of April. India. There was a striking decline in top 100 artists' YouTube consumption there, perhaps a result of national school closures, or maybe because of the -the over-the-top mediums and news taking attention away from the YouTube platform altogether. Setting the stage. In part one of our analysis on COVID-19's effect on music consumption in the global music industry, we looked at changing Spotify monthly listener trends across nine different genres. What we found was that global quarantine and social distancing measures appeared to be widening listenership for classical, ambient, and children's, narrowing listenership for Latin, rap, and rock, and having less of an effect on pop, country, and dance. The inflection point for these changes seemed to be happening around mid-March, correlating with a global peak in interest in coronavirus as a Google search term and lockdown orders going into effect in major markets like the United States. Yet despite the success of audio-based streaming, Google's video-sharing website YouTube stands as the second most visited website in the world and one of the world's primary sources for music consumption. According to the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry, or IFPI, on-demand video streaming, of which YouTube makes up the vast majority, accounted for 47% of global on-demand music streaming. Premium audio-based streaming accounted for 37%, and free audio-based streaming accounted for just 15%. As if that weren't enough, YouTube's market share is likely increasing even more as a result of quarantine consumers shifting their attention toward mediums that require multi-sensory engagement. YouTube consumption by country during COVID-19. To better understand YouTube music consumption during COVID-19, our strategy was to look at a diverse subset of countries, both in terms of their representativeness of a certain region and also how differently COVID-19 lockdowns affected each in March and April. 
To select the group of artists we wanted to examine from each country, we recorded the top 100 artists in terms of YouTube video views during the week of February 28th to March 5th, 2020, for each of the six markets we chose. South Korea, Italy, United States, South Africa, Brazil, and India. We attempted to focus on an international collection of music markets that also presented an assorted set of lockdown stories. We then analyzed how their daily video views changed from the beginning of January 2020 to the beginning of April in order to get a better understanding of how different COVID-19 timelines and different cultural considerations impacted consumption behavior on YouTube for each country. We used the same normalized average calculation to best detect the YouTube music trends of each market. You can read our explanation of that trend-focused methodology in part one. Note, where applicable, we removed seasonality for the weekend bump in views than most music content experiences on YouTube to focus on the overall trend. Combining this data with the coronavirus infection data from the World Health Organization, we found a diverse set of music market stories. South Korea, no national lockdown. South Korea has been lauded for being one of the only countries in the world to effectively flatten the curve or to level off the exponential infection rate of COVID-19. According to The Guardian, South Korea's first case of infection was reported on January 20th, 2020, and for the next month or so, daily infections stayed in the single digits. By the end of February, infections ramped up to a daily peak of around 900. However, by mid-March, infections were already down to a daily range of 100 to 200. By mid to late April, the daily infection rate had gone back down to single digits. South Korea's testing and contact tracing are to be credited for the turnaround, though there were certainly some data privacy trade-offs involved with the strategy, as much of the tracing data was generated through personal mobile devices. This makes the East Asian country a particularly interesting example to examine with regard to the effects of COVID-19 on music consumption behavior, because in theory, South Korea should exhibit the least dramatic changes in consumption trends, or maybe not. Judging by YouTube-specific topic searches of coronavirus, interest seemed to peak in late January. In other words, interest in the pandemic on YouTube was at its height for South Korea during the height of the crisis. So how does this track with the way South Koreans consume their top 100 artists on YouTube? At the end of January, when the first cases of COVID-19 were being recorded in South Korea, we see a decline in daily video views for the top 100 South Korean artists on YouTube, potentially as a result of Koreans favoring information over these top 100 artists during a time of uncertainty. If we look back to our Google Trends graph for the coronavirus-related YouTube searches during this time period, there seems to be an inverse relationship between daily video views for South Korea's top 100 artists and daily COVID-19 queries on YouTube, suggesting that South Koreans, to some extent, traded music for information on the platform during the crisis. However, daily infection rates do remain low from late January to early to mid-February, so daily YouTube consumption appears to rebound to about 60-70% to 70 of where it started in mid-January. However, once daily infections begin to rise exponentially, daily video views fall dramatically once again. Just after South Korea's late February daily infection peak, daily video views for these top 100 artists reach a four-month low by early to mid-March. It's at this point when testing and contact tracing start to flatten the curve for South Korea, and both daily infections and also a considerable YouTube rebound after mid-March indicate the country's return to normalcy. Italy, national lockdown, March 9th. After China, Italy was really the next global epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic. According to the Los Angeles Times, things got really serious, especially for the northwestern administrative region of Lombardy, home to Milan and Bergamo, in early March, with a region-specific lockdown going into effect on March 7th. Sadly, by then, it was far too late. 
Looking at Johns Hopkins University's COVID-19 map, daily infections had broken 1,000 by March 7th, increasing almost every day until Italy hit its daily peak of 6.6 thousand on March 21st. At the time of writing, this country's daily infection count has yet to dip below 2,000 and its total count 203.6 thousand. Examining Italy's YouTube searches for coronavirus, interest seems to suggest a before and after effect, whereby YouTube interest aligns with the point in time at which lockdown measures went into effect for the entire country on March 9th. In other words, the day after Italians were forced to stay home, interest in the pandemic on YouTube peaked, likely as a result of two factors. One, many residents spending more time on the internet doing what anyone does during uncertainty, seeking out information. And two, people turning to a more engaging platform for that information. Similar to South Korea, as YouTube interest in coronavirus queries peaked on YouTube, daily video views for Italy's top 100 artists tanked. It was at this point in time that daily infections accelerated rapidly, reaching their peak in late March. Interestingly, however, YouTube consumption for this top 100 cohort of artists rebounded quickly, nearly reaching its mid-February high and then surpassing it by early April. With daily infections still in the thousands for Italy by late April, the country hadn't reached the same sort of normalcy that South Korea had. However, the country's demand for its top-viewed artists seemed to increase following its daily infection peak, perhaps because Italians were sheltered in place, measures that Koreans weren't subjected to by legal mandate, and streaming their favorite artists on YouTube for comfort. United States, state-level lockdowns, March 19th to the 24th. As tragedy continued to sweep Italy in March, daily infections in the United States were beginning to climb from the low hundreds in early to mid-March to 31.4 thousand on April 9th. As we discussed in part one, mid-March was really the inflection point for the country, as social distancing recommendations and lockdown measures went into effect in New York City, which was soon to become the new global epicenter. At the time of writing, the U.S. has around 1.1 million confirmed cases of COVID-19, making it far and away the biggest global source of COVID-19 infections and giving the country an outsized effect on the global pandemic curve, global interest in the crisis itself, and behavioral changes in music consumption. As far as U.S.-based interest is concerned, Americans' shelter-in-place measures followed peak Google Trends interest, as YouTube searches reached their apex on March 12th, likely in anticipation of what states like New York knew was coming. But in addition to being the biggest global source of COVID-19 infections, the U.S. is also the biggest global source of YouTube consumption. According to Alexa, in the last 30 days, the U.S. accounted for 15.4% of global YouTube traffic, while India was close behind at 9.6%, and Japan rounded out the top three with 4.7%. Within the U.S., according to Pew Research, 73% of American adults use a video streaming platform as of early 2019, and much of that usage goes towards music, especially during the height of the pandemic. Similar to South Korea and Italy, YouTube consumption for the United States top 100 artists hit its low in early to mid-March, right around the time that YouTube-based interest in coronavirus started peaking, offering more credence to the idea of there being a global inflection point for consumption around then, and one that was inversely correlated with a search for information. From there, for the US, daily video views grew alongside daily infections, much as they did in Italy. However, where Italy's infections taper off somewhat from late March to mid-April, American infections continue to reach new highs throughout April as top 100 YouTube consumption drops back to its early February levels. In other words, as lockdown measures were enacted in major metropolitan areas across the country, YouTube consumption for America's top 100 artists surged. But as daily infections continued to rise, that demand failed to keep pace, perhaps because consumers turned to other genres or other sources of entertainment as the reality of sheltering in place indefinitely started to set in. 
South Africa, national lockdown, March 26th to the 27th. By late March, South Africa had quickly become the African continent's COVID-19 epicenter, with more than 1,000 confirmed cases across the country's nine provinces, according to the New York Times. By April 30th, that number had increased to a total of 5.4 thousand, with a record daily infection count happening that day, potentially as a result of ramped up testing. Relatively speaking, South Africa's infection rate has been low, thanks in large part to some of the strictest lockdown measures in the world, with regulations banning jogging, dog walking, park going, and alcohol and cigarette retail for its population of roughly 59 million. Those restrictions were implemented on March 26th or March 27th, depending on who you ask. Judging by South African YouTube search trends on Google, interest was slightly ahead of strict lockdown guidelines going into effect at the day level, but pretty much in line at the week level, likely because President Cyril Ramaphosa announced the measures on March 23rd, and South Africans knew what was happening around the world would likely start to happen there too. According to Business Insider South Africa, YouTube is the second most active social media platform, with 84% of South African internet users depending upon it, making peak coronavirus interest on the platform on the date of President Ramaphosa's lockdown announcement particularly interesting, as it correlates to the music being streamed on YouTube at that point in time. Perhaps more than any other of the countries we've examined so far, peak consumption for South Africa's top 100 artists on YouTube just about coincides with the country's peak daily infections in late March. From there, however, consumption declines to early March levels as daily infections rise but remain notably low compared to every other country we've examined. Interestingly, it also seems, in the case of South Africa, that YouTube-based interest in coronavirus correlates with that late March spike for both daily infections and also daily YouTube views. Unlike other countries, for South Africa, it looks like music and information go hand-in-hand -hand on YouTube during COVID-19. Brazil. State-level lockdowns, March 17th to 24th. Brazil is one of the more interesting case studies here, as President Jair Bolsonaro has consistently resisted national intervention measures, bringing some uncertainty to the true impact that COVID-19 has had on the biggest and most populated country in Latin America. While official counts put Brazil's cumulative infections around 80 to 90,000, according to a research consortium of Brazilian universities, the number is likely 12 times that amount, i.e. more than 1 million. Beyond being one of the most COVID-ravaged countries in Latin America, Brazil is also one of the most digitally engaged, with an average of 9.5 hours spent on the internet by users aged 16 to 64 every single day. Much of that internet usage goes to YouTube, which is again, the second most trafficked website in the nation next to Google itself. As far as coronavirus interest goes on YouTube, there seems to be a clear correlational peak from March 15th to March 21st. Like the US, Brazil is a democratic federal republic, composed of many different autonomous states operating under the purview of a central executive, i.e. the president. So pinpointing one moment of national lockdown is complicated by President Bolsonaro's reticence to acknowledge the pandemic. That said, Brazil's southernmost states, Santa Catarina and Rio Grande do Sul, were some of the country's first to institute quarantine and social distancing directives, and that happened on March 17th and March 19th, respectively. Meanwhile, Brazil's largest state, Sao Paulo, enacted a shutdown on March 24th, which was announced on March 21st. Both of these key lockdown dates more or less coincide with the nation's peak week of interest, but unfortunately, not with peak daily infections, which have continued to climb exponentially, reaching 7.5 thousand on April 30th. With some Brazilians staying home in late March and well into April, but others living in a state of uncertainty, YouTube consumption for the country should theoretically show somewhat of a delayed trend relative to other countries. By and large, Brazil's consumption of its top 100 artists on YouTube actually looks quite similar to other countries' trends, with a fall, 
a rebound, and another fall. However, Brazil's biggest decline happens in late February, before any confirmed infections are reported and long before the pandemic begins to have a measurable effect on the country. The starting pattern here is somewhat of a mystery, as the first confirmed case of COVID-19 doesn't occur till February 25th after a decline starts. Coronavirus-related information searches on Google and YouTube don't reach any notable peaks until mid-March, and only some state-level lockdowns happen in Brazil at all, and not until mid to late March. It's worth noting, however, that Brazil's Carnaval, arguably the largest festival in the world, took place February 21st to 26th this year, lining up almost exactly with this decline in top 100 consumption and offering a potential cultural explanation for the anomaly. Brazilians were out celebrating during that five-day stretch and not at home streaming music on YouTube. Once the celebratory period dies down for Brazil, the coronavirus crisis starts to become real for the country, however, and top 100 YouTube consumption begins its incline, followed by a slow decline for the next month, a decline that is unfortunately not mirrored by daily infections, which continue to climb at the end of April. India. National lockdown, March 24th. India, a world encompassing 1.38 billion people, four times the U.S. population, is hard to conceive of as just a country. Second only to China in population size, Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi enforced the country's first-ever national lockdown on March 24th, asking all 28 states and eight union territories to remain in quarantine until May 18th. Regarding its internet use, India's reliance on Google and YouTube would be an understatement. More than 98% of the country's internet-connected population relies on Google for its search needs, more than the U.S. at 88%, while 93% of its digital video viewers prefer YouTube over other providers. India's love of YouTube is further reflected in the fact that coronavirus-related YouTube searches peaked several days before the country's March 24th lockdown, but had been ramping up since late February, remaining relatively substantial well into early April. Regarding its YouTube music presence, India simply dwarfs any Western conception of music streaming consumption. Famous Indian playback singer Alka Yagnik earned 240 million YouTube views, number one in India, across her entire catalog in one week, April 17th to 23rd. American rapper Young Boy Never Broke Again was number one in the United States in the same week and earned less than a quarter of that amount, 54 million. Bad Bunny, number five in the U.S., did 13% of that, and Billie Eilish, number 16 in the U.S., did 8%. On YouTube, Bollywood singers don't just top the West's biggest stars, they are in their own league altogether. Looking at India's average YouTube views of its top 100 artists, we see movement that is most likely correlated with the country's COVID-19 lockdown, a stark 75% drop in views from the top of March until the end of April. But the seemingly early YouTube consumption drop proves that national lockdown isn't the only major factor to consider. Coronavirus-related travel screenings, visa restrictions, and Bombay Stock Exchange reflections likely kicked up public awareness in early March, contributing to the initial decrease in market YouTube views for music content. But beginning around March 16th and ending around March 27th, we see the largest fallout, around 60%, so far in 2020. Our initial guess to this 11-day phenomenon was India's nationwide closure of all schools and universities on March 16th, with many of India's young adults likely dispersing from university, city campuses to their families' homes, this could contribute to the initial change in music-related YouTube behavior. Or for example, social distancing equals less get-togethers with music. However, now that upstart telecommunications provider GeoReliance has shaken up the Indian mobile data scene since 2016 with nearly free 4G access, the issue may actually be more related to over-the-top or OTT mediums and news taking attention away from the YouTube platform altogether. 
Publicist group India reported a 34% increase in, quote, entertainment and OTT, end quote, within the first three weeks of March, which would make sense with everyone at home spending more time with their smart TVs, gaming consoles, and other streaming devices. True to the news trends in other countries we've discussed, it additionally reported a 61% increase to mainline online news content between March 16th and 22nd, and a 50% increase in regional news content, both compared to a month earlier. Lockdown blues are somehow in lockstep. Knowing how each country's lockdown narrative has played out, comparing their YouTube consumption trends based on an average of their top 100 artists reveals an unexpectedly conformed set of trends. The obvious outlier here is India, which tracks with most of the group until experiencing a precipitous decline starting around March 16th. Though peaking at the beginning of March, India's top 100 consumption dropped to 25% of that peak by the end of April. Note that these are normalized trends and not total consumption. India still more than doubles the U.S.'s top 100 artist views at 3 billion versus 1.3 billion, respectively. It's worth mentioning that the Indian music industry is a different animal than most Western markets. Music there has been tightly bound to the production of Bollywood films and the playback singers that voice the lead actors who lip-sync in the movies themselves. Though the rise of what's called non-film music has begun to evolve the Indian music scene past its Bollywood origins, playback singers still rule the roost on YouTube, with the most recent top 10 artists totaling 1.1 billion views that week, all being playback singers. Unfortunately, Mumbai's movie machine has ground to a complete halt, cutting off the pipeline of films and as a result, its music work. So while university students may be one reason for India's March 16th decline, its April 18th decrease may correlate with a lag in the production of new content. Save perhaps Brazil's likely carnival flu will decline in late February, Generally speaking, the other five markets we examined are surprisingly in lockstep with each other, with an early to mid-March dip in its consumption followed by a rebound to normalcy. Each country might be experiencing, and reacting to, the COVID-19 pandemic in its own way, but its effect on all aspects of our lives is truly global. That's it for part two of our study on COVID-19's effect on the global music business. Stay tuned for part three, which will examine whether live streaming is effective for artists in this new normal. You can subscribe to our blog at blog.chartmetric.com to have it delivered to your inbox when we publish. How Music Charts is written and produced by Jason Hoven and Rutger Rosenborg of Chartmetric. Free Chartmetric accounts are available at chartmetric.com. Article links and show notes are at podcast.chartmetric.com. And more data stories are available every week at blog.chartmetric.com. That's it for Season 2, Episode 12 of How Music Charts. Thanks for listening, and we hope you and your loved ones are safe and happy.